Welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. That's me. Hello, Tallahassee. Be prepared for our part two, part two. of the Stone Builders Hour continued study on plagues in the Bible. Ooh, wow. Last week, we share scriptures in the Old Testament, such as uh, in Second Chronicles seven thirteen through fourteen, my favorite. The Almighty said to King Solomon, "When I shut up the heavens, so that there is no rain, mm. or command locusts to devour the land, or send a plague, a plague among my people, if my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves." And pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Yes. Then, only then, will I hear from heaven, because he's above heaven. Yes. And will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Oh, mm. that is such a great verse that really shows God's sovereignty. Yes. Stone builders, Jehovah God, he is a jealous God. He wants his followers to become spiritually, followers like me, yes. spiritually prepared for adversity and have peace of mind. Like during the COVID nineteen. Yeah. Oh, Today, no, it isn't. But we do have. We, we can laugh. Yes, indeed. Because God is in control. Today, we will continue to study what the Bible says about diseases, plagues, and the importance of obeying His commandments. Yes, Lord. Now. I don't know how Pew Research Center gets into this, but I know they do a lot of research of of just what is going on in the world. But one of their surveys showed that 55% of Americans have prayed for an end to the spread of the coronavirus. Hmm. Only 55%? Seems like. Hmm. Mm, More than half of U.S. adults say they prayed for an end to the COVID-19 pandemic, according to a new poll that almost shows most churchgoers have watched uh, religious services online. Interesting. Yes. Luke, because remember our churches are closed, but they may be opening here in Florida now. But Luke twenty one fifteen says, For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. Mm-hmm. And what brings to mind for me is John the Baptist, a man who was running around in animal skins, wild mm-hmm. hair, probably never combed it. Uh, with a staff because he probably had to beat people up from <laughs> picking <laughs> or animals, on him because <laughs> he lived out in the woods, <laughs> right? And here he is uh, looking and showing people. He was actually teaching the gospel, yes. Because what, what he was was the, the way preparer. Mm-hmm. So uh, apparently he did have disciples. So there were people following him, but they complained that people were beginning to leave him and follow Jesus. Again, we're talking about that sovereignty of God. But John said he was glad to hear it. He was merely, like you said, the messenger. I am not the Messiah, but am sent ahead him. He must become greater. I must become less. John 3, 28 through 30. 
John realized the point of his existence was Jesus. He is the one who comes from heaven and it's above all, the divine son who gave his life for us. So again, any attention drawn to ourselves detracts from God because we need him to increase, we decrease. And since he is our only savior and the only hope for the world, any credit we steal from him ends up hurting us. So we need to resolve the picture of photobombing Jesus. And I'll tell you about that story. A <laughs> photobombing, that's yeah. a good one. All I know is that the folks who were following John the Baptist during that time period, here he was, a wild looking yes, man. Yes, he was. With the animal skin. He loved eating locusts. Yes. Or uh, animals and crickets and things like that, honey. And, uh, but he was baptizing people yes. in the name and of the Almighty. And he had a word that was new that no one heard before from that teaching. That's right. Because it came direct. From, from the, the Almighty. Almighty. Praise God. Mm -hmm. So follow believers. Now it's time to draw a line in the sand yes. and stand up for righteousness. Yes. Because due to this pandemic virus, our country has changed due to the shutdown, loss of jobs, death, and the coming food shortage. Mm -hmm. uh, and it may never return. Now, y'all got to be aware of that food shortage because Armor Meats, you know that spam, the people make that spam, yeah. Armor Meats, Smithfield Food, and you know what, Nathan's Hot Dogs, and are, some of Tyson's oh, Chicken, so they're all in 150,000 acres of our heartland are owned by the Chinese, the same government that uh, that is supposed to have the virus and, and not telling us, and, and you know, it's like a lot of stuff going on mm. uh, about that, but it's interesting that we don't own, America does not own your food supply. Yes. So the owners can shut it down anytime that they want. Oh my goodness. So we may never return back to our former glory. Those mm -hmm. jobs that are lost may never come That's back. That's right. And right now, they're proposing, they already gave out three trillion. I'm still waiting for my little check. <laughs> but now they're talking about another three trillion. So now, and then you have people, there's like so much content. This is still, hey, we are going to come to the commercial pretty soon. But you have folks now who still, you have one part that Pew Research, you got one part who's saying that they want the virus to be over to get back to work. And you got the other folks saying, nah, let's stay home. Right. It's not time. Collect it's too dangerous. Right. We're too scared. But then out of 300 million people in America, Less than a hundred thousand. It's not even a percentage. More people die from the flu, yes. from the mumps, from the measles. But yet, and still, everyone is so afraid. Yes. God does not give us. Uh, you know what else he says? You know, people, what I understand, that we're doing some, some commentary, is that here in Florida, we have beaches, we have sand, and one of the things that that virus cannot attack is when you're out in the sun, and when you get those natural things from the salt water yes. that help your immune system and help drive away that virus, but they don't want you at the beach. Uh-oh. So just, just know that. Praise God. You just, we got to... Remember, as we are in perilous times right now, just remember that scripture, Joshua 1.9. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and yes. of good courage. Good courage. Be not afraid. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. Yes. For the Lord thy God is with thee wherever 
You go. Oh, praise I'm God. Praise God for that. So before we get started, I think we already got started. You can listen to all our previous uh, Stone Builder shows on iTunes, Google Music, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify. You so you can listen at the at your convenience. Yes, you can. And uh, and also become a Stone Builder supporter because we need your support with a sacrificial gift of any amount. It doesn't matter because this that woman. That was uh, that gave the last might that Jesus said that she's the one that's going to be blessed. And you can do that sacrificial gift on our website at WeLivingStones.org or cash app uh, dollar sign L Stones 51. And you know what? God will bless you because you are sowing into fertile ground. Well, now that you can come back down, because Pastor's got everybody riled up. Yeah, I am riled up today. Well, remember, I'm getting, I'm stir, I'm home with sto, uh, house crazy, stir crazy. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> but just remember, please visit our sponsor, Dr. Elton Powell at Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Visit his website, dynamicspineandwellness.com, or call him at 850-402-9061, and let him know the Stone Builders referred you over. Yes, we did. Anne-Marie Baker and I used to have severe excruciating right arm and neck pain. Thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I no longer have any pain or discomfort and my issues were resolved without having any surgery. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you and build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for a better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. Guess who? It's me, Elder JC, asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax deductible. We're your neighbors. We're Noble. This is Dewey Rio with Noble, the national organization of black law enforcement executives. Noble serves as the conscience of law enforcement. Our aim is to ensure fairness in the administration of justice and public service to all. We also support our youth through scholarships, mentoring, and educational programs. With over 3,000 members worldwide who work in the criminal justice system, our goal is to offer solutions to law enforcement issues and concerns in the communities we serve. 
North Florida Noble chapter members are also your neighbors. Many are first responders answering calls to your emergency and safety needs. We have members in education, social services, and other areas. We've chosen to be guardians in our community, but we need your help. Through these messages, we'd like to provide information for your safety and improve communications with law enforcement. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Stone Builders with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. Yes. My blood pressure came down just a little bit during the commercial break because, you know what, that was a awesome song. Y'all should go and uh, uh, listen to Austin Stone Worship on Great Is Thy Faithfulness because that's what brought my pressure down. Maybe it might help you. So let's just jump right in. Last week, we studied the 10 plagues of Egypt. Y'all remember what they were, uh, or can you name what they were, mm. or or I know all you educators out there and the, theologians out there, I know y'all know what they are, but we'll just go through it again. <clears throat> the first one is water to blood, and this is the plagues that when Moses went before Pharaoh, let my people go. Some of y'all watch that Ten Commandment movie with Charlton Heston. Some of it got some things in it, some of a lot of stuff is wrong, some of it got some truth in it, but it gives you a visual. Uh, water to blood, tearing to all the rivers and everything well, water to blood, uh-oh, and frogs. Um, you know, at, at 604, we used to have frogs in our basement. So frogs aren't just around water. Sometimes they like damp places, yes. but they're all around. We had some frogs out here damp the other and day. Dark. <laughs> kind of startled, man, with the empty garbage. Yeah, this frog, look right up at me. It's like, whoa, can you imagine hundreds of thousands and millions of them all around you? Gnats and lice. Now, you know how nasty they are. Mm. And flies. Oh, my goodness. I hate them. Disease livestock. Boils. Mm. Oh, boy. You know, those. Oh, God. Uh, thunder and hail. He brought some stuff on them, people. Locusts. Yes. There's some locusts flying around in Africa uh, about right a couple now. weeks ago. Darkness. Oh, my goodness. The be uh, how those people live up in the far northwest, uh, uh, up in Alaska or or close to the northern equator where it's dark like three months out of the year. And uh, so that takes some getting used to living in darkness. And then the death of the firstborn. Oh, man. The other thing that we had talked about was in Leviticus uh, 20, uh, 2 and 5. Where the Israelites, boy, they're always, um, now these are the, the Israelites, the Hebrew Israelites. Not only did they experience the miracles of God no. uh, in, in, the, in the desert or in Egypt and then in the desert, but their ancestors, they killed and burned their children alive to worship Molech, mm. the other, the false god, because they interacted once they went over to the across the um, the uh, the river, uh, the Jer the um, uh, Jordan. Mm. Yes, yeah. once they crossed over to Jordan, and then some peace came. They started mingling with those uh, other folks who were there who worshipped other gods, and now. You're going to forget your God and worship their God. 
And then you started to take your child and because you want to get a blessing, you take your child to the altar and they will burn your child alive, the screams, the smell. What is the matter with the folks? What is, oh God. So anyways, and the other thing was we talked about was Jesus, Yeshua, the son of God. He walked the earth in our shoes. He knew what we were going through. Yes. He lived like he ate. He lived. He, I'm sure he got blisters like we do, even though he can heal right away. But he healed the sick and he shared the good news that he was going to lay down his life with the promise that he is going to return. Yes, that's true. And remember, we're trying to do a recap of what we talked about last week, but we're also trying to get your attention that we have to draw a line in the sand. Uh, sand. Now, all of this talk about pandemic, epidemic, you know, what does it mean? What What is it? And a pandemic is basically a global epidemic like Mm. we have with the coronavirus, an epidemic that spreads to more than one continent. And one of the things that was interesting to me, I found out that the Merriam-Webster, which is the dictionary, reports that pandemic is the seventh most frequently looked up word in its online dictionary this year. (laughs) Uh, The definition occurring over a wide geographic area and affecting an exceptionally high proportion of the population, but still less than 1%. Uh, You know, it's the same definition as epidemic. Uh, it It affects what we term the flu as we know it. So one of the things we need to do is start looking at how are we grieving God? How are we making him upset that he's sending these epidemics or pandemics? Well, last week we did talk about um, how I know the Holy Spirit touched me regarding uh, the time our office was next door to it was called a women's clinic, but they did do abortions there. Uh, It really grieved my spirit so much to witness. uh, I just was my office was right up front. And when I would open my my <laughs> blinds and I could see the number of women that were going in and we always assumed that they were uh, really young girls. But the population was between 18 and probably 35 years of age going in to eliminate their pregnancies. Mm. Uh, we did offer as being uh the outreach ministry that we were, we did offer if anyone wanted to talk or come see us before or after mm-hmm. that we were available for that. Four days a week, starting at 8.30 to 3, yeah. not only was the clinic's parking lot filled, but so were ours. Yeah. And all this time that we went back and forth visiting that place in the morning, <laughs> the afternoon, before and we the decided evening, to move there. before we decided to move, we never saw anybody. Yeah. So the day... Uh, that we officially open our offices, the parking lot was packed. So we're going, what in the world? So we had our staff, especially pastor, had to constantly ask folks, especially the men remaining in cars, waiting for the women to move so our clients could park for our service. Now during the COVID-19, we're witnessing how elective medical surgeries were canceled, church services were canceled, colleges and school districts nationwide have closed, yet a woman can still 
get an abortion. Mm. Abortion is wrong, as the scripture states, because we're going back to what Pastor said. Leviticus 20. We are killing our babies. Oh, wow. Well, since you went there, let me share the Bible verse, uh, Jeremiah 1.5. He tells us that God knows us before he forms us in the womb and consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations in Psalms 139, 13 through 16. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Thank you. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in that secret place. When I was woven together in the depth of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Wow. Wow. They, that's why that judgment book is done that book of judgment. Uh, when we all return back to the Almighty, we're going to rise up and we're going to be either you're going to go before the Almighty and either he's going to say, welcome. After they, I can imagine, you, there's going to be a, a wide 72 inch. Uh, no, it's going to be that. infinity. They're going to replay. It's going to hit. God's going to, hey, you there. They're going to hit replay. And now all your sins are going to be replayed for all to see. And unless Yeshua, Jesus, when God gets ready to say, all right, you, you go to the lake of fire, your intercessor, Yeshua, will stand up and say, yo, whoa, 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 God, hold on, hold on. He with me. You know him? He's he's mine. Welcome. Oh my my dear and faithful servant. So even though you could be the most wickedest person, if you repent and sin no more, and know and call on Jesus, you can be saved. Praise God. You talk about that eternal life or eternal death. 2 Corinthians 5.10 says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may receive what Mm. is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. And remember, I love that verse that Yeshua talked about, Fear not him that can kill only the body, but fear him that can kill both body and soul. So Mm -hmm. we have to be mightily aware of that. Proverbs 31, 8 and 9, open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all who are destitute. Open your mouth and judge righteously, defend the rights of the poor and needy. But one of my favorite verses that we've talked about are the, the chapters, Matthew 24, but seven speaks, I think, specifically about why God is so sovereign. Because it talks about nation will rise against nation, yes. kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. And I think this represents a challenging proposition regarding prophecy. 
and God's active involvement in the governance of his creation. Because many people think he's got, uh, he's only just looking, he's not really involved. But Jesus stated, can only say this, if God's will will use his power purposely to increase the number and intensity of these plagues we are experiencing right now. Because remember, it says that in those last days, these things will happen, but the time is not yet, but it will get greater and greater. So what we're normally experienced, uh, Jesus intimates that they will increase unusually, Yes. And rather suddenly. In Psalms 147, 15 through 20, uh, says the same thing. Shows God actively exercising his sovereignty daily in good times and bads. And it's always amazing to me that our insurance policy uh, says it won't pay during acts of God. Right. So those are major (laughs) calamities, major disasters. But... Psalms 147, 15 through 20 says he sends out his command to the earth. His words run very swiftly. And this is probably the new um, uh, international version. He gives snow like wool. He scatters the frost like ashes. He casts out his hair, uh, hail like morsels. Who can stand before his cold? Mm. He sends out his word and melts them. He causes his wind to blow and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes, and his judgments to Israel. So these acts of God are just more than just an act of God. He's involved in our daily life. And it's always amazing to me how, uh, because we are in America, that a lot of times we're we're isolated from people. We only think that the world revolves around us. But in essence, you look at uh, what happened in Australia. They were having fires. Yes. So a lot of their land is being burned. They've lost cattle. So there's so many things happening in every section of the world. You yeah. talked about the locusts in Africa. So if we took the sum total of all those things, yes. we're in a very Pretty challenging times. times. Yeah. And so we need to to stand up for what we believe, because if we don't stand up for what we believe, things are going to get worse. But all I know is that I know the one who's in control, and I know that he has my back. And prayers do work. Yes, they do. When you say that, Proverbs 31, uh, when you said, open your mouth, judge righteously, Mm -hmm. defend the rights of the poor and the needy. We just thank God that he has chosen uh, JC and I as the Living Stone. That's what the name of our, our organization, organization is, Living right. Stones International. And and we are advocates for uh, children and families because they are always under attack. Yes. And so and, and we also uh, were one of the CHSP grantees uh, to go into the three because uh, we were already there. The three two. Uh, 304 zip code well, uh, the, what they consider with the promise zone the promise zone because of you know this that this has the high the 32304 at the highest yes. crime rate uh, among adults and juveniles yep. poverty uh, um, health uh, inequities 
a lot of a lot of situations. I don't know what you're talking about. I think we live in a rich and fertile land because we live God. in that zip code. It shows how you can <laughs> even in the midst of a storm, yes. you can have peace. Yes, <laughs> even is. in the midst of where you live, you can still if you have God will put a hedge protection around you, and that so no weapon formed yes. against you can never prosper. And that's why it's so important to draw a line in the sand. Yes. And all I know is that the Bible verse because people now are receiving unemployment benefits in the state of Florida they're getting 275 but now with some of the government on top of that they're getting an additional 600 now people are making more money staying at home yes. than when they were working and so now a lot of folks don't want to go back to work but that too will end soon and very soon. And what's the cost of that going to be? But the Bible said, don't eat, don't work. Yeah, don't work, don't, don't eat. eat. That's right. So he wants us to be productive. Praise God. And that's why, you know, when we look at the, the scriptures in Proverbs 6, uh, 6, 6, 6 through 19, uh, there are six things that the almighty God hates. And the seventh of those six one, this, one of them is the abomination. It's an abomination to him. And those six things are, <laughs> ready for this? Yep, give it to me. This is Proverbs 6.16. Haunty eyes. That means rolling your eyes. Rolling your eyes? <laughs> You're shaking your head? Yes. You know, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what do you say? Ah, uh, you know, rolling your eyes. The another one, how about a lying tongue? Mm. Now, you know you're lying. But you're going to tell a lie anyways, and you're going to stand behind it knowing that you're lying. That's right. Because there's something undercut that you got to lie because, and that's what I said, the truth shall set you free. But you don't want to, you don't want, you don't want to, so you lie. You got a lying tongue. And then the hands that shed innocent blood. Mm. Oh, God. That goes back to Cain and Abel. Yeah. You know, innocent blood. You can't murder somebody. You can't cut and slice and dice because you mad. You gonna take somebody else out. Late, lately, there's been a lot of um, tragic situations where people are taking the laws in their own hand, chasing folks down, shooting them, or you know, you got people who are doing well off. They're committing murder, then suicide. Ah, oh, innocent blood being shed. A heart that desert devises a wicked plan. You know, people are actually planning wickedness. Yeah, they're actually they're planning a wicked. Like uh, people getting together to planning what's a burn. going on now. Oh, my God. The fact that China couldn't tell us about the disease early enough, about the fact that I really have not heard all of the facts behind the coronavirus. Mm. It, it's like we're getting bits and pieces and not the whole truth. Go ahead. The feet that make haste to run to evil. Mm. So many people are running, running to the deceiver as a staying put in the in the arms of the Almighty. Feet that make haste running to evil. A false witness who breathes out lies. Somebody always lying on mm -hmm. you. Been lied on, cheated. Talked about, about misleading. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. Let me get on this with this. And the last one, the seventh, is an abomination. One who sows discord among brothers. Mm. Always stirring up the mix. So you got two people who were 
could work out their difference, but you're the instigator. Oh, hit them. Why are you going to take that? Oh, why you want to do this? We, we've worked in juvenile juvenile system for the last, uh, you know, 10 years or so. And, and a lot of the issues is he said, she said, right. well, she didn't no like me. She likes the, the same boy I like. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, he talked about me. It's like so much is going on. So those are the seven things that just remember that it's Proverbs 616. Well, it's it is time to recognize our sponsor. So stay tuned. And when I come back, we are going to talk more about God's sovereignty, the plagues and what is going on right now in our land. I mean, lied on. Cheated. Talk about mistreated. You, If someone loves you, they don't hit you. Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Dating or relational violence is an act or threat of violence by one member of a couple against the other person in a relationship. It's also when one partner tries to maintain power and control over the other through abuse or violence. The abuse can include isolating you from others, threatening you, your family, or even themselves if you don't do what they want, physical violence, or sexual acts. This is not about love. It's about control. It's not about anything you did wrong. It's about control. If you're in a relationship like this, you're not alone. There is help. Contact Refuge House, your school guidance counselor, or law enforcement. Just remember, there is help. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com and together we can promote justice by action. Guess who? It's me, Elder JC, asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax deductible. If we don't have it, you don't need it. Visit TheMarketplaceForYou.com. Delivered to your home or office. Bath and beauty items, sports and fitness, metal detectors, tools, and a lot more on TheMarketplaceForYou.com. Free shipping on all orders and your credit card payments are secure. Shop now and save on TheMarketplaceForYou.com. Welcome back. We were yes. talking about so much about the <laughs> pandemic and plagues and uh, Pastor got riled up again. Blood, let me get my blood <laughs> pressure, pressure back. Down. Yeah. But I wanted to show also in Exodus 10, 21 through 23, that God's active involvement in the affairs of men and his use of the inanimate aspects of his creation to really bring about his will, because that's about the whole thing we're talking about, his sovereignty. He had Moses stretch out his hand caused darkness in the land of Egypt. And truly, it was so dark that people couldn't see themselves. Yeah, wow. And I remember that during the, uh, uh, what was it, the hurricane Hurricane, that we had. I think it was 
Ivan. Yes. It got so we were dark. In, we were in Pensacola then. Yes. That was that, a, was that, uh, that was a, a hurricane. It was like a three level. It was four. Yes. It went from, they said it was going to go to three. And then when that, it hit, it was wow. four. We it was like a train up. station. Like we were hearing a train whistle going by. And I we were checking the kids constantly. They slept through the whole thing. But all I know is that when I was walking around, we were actually using a flashlight in the home. Yes. Because we couldn't see. It was like That's a train. How this. Right. It was like a train rolling in your house, right. rocking and rolling. Exactly. So we know that the Bible clearly shows that God is now Right now, even now with the COVID-19, exercising his sovereignty over his creation, and he will continue to do so until the return of Jesus Christ. So blessing or cursing is an act of his sovereignty conditioned to our response to him. So if we're paying attention to him, just like you read from 2 Chronicles 7, uh, 14, if we are calling on his name to change our perspective and come back to him, then we'll have blessing. Yes. But right now we're uh, in a situation where we're seeing it as curses. So throughout scripture, we see many examples of the Almighty using diseases to accomplish his divine and sovereign purposes. And it's not just for for the common man, it's for everybody, because even Uh Moses got called up on or his sister uh, got called up on when they were accusing him of, I guess they were chastising him for who he had married. So they had stuck their hand in. And became leprous when it was pulled out. So he affects everyone, even the so-called us, who we call ourselves pastors, our bishops, our cardinals, whoever they are, we're also involved in that process. So there are also prophecies that warn us that Jehovah God intends to use terrible infectious diseases to accomplish his divine and sovereign purposes in the future. Pastor, I'm not here to scare you. But I want to frighten yes, I am. <laughs> help you become aware of what thus says the Lord in scriptures. Yes. Second Timothy 1 7 says, For God has not given us the spirit, spirit of fear, fear, but a power, power and of love. And the one thing that I think most important of a sound mind. Can't be crazy out no, here. You can't be. <laughs> some common sense. The common sense will get you further than. Uh, a, a lot of different areas. So what God's sovereign purposes for using disease and famines are executing a divine judgment on an individual or nation for chronic unrepentant sin. So he's going to bring that on you because we're just sitting with uh, the abortion. Right. We're, I was just going to say like other. the abortion, like killing, yeah. uh, like the also the just downright disrespect for our neighbors. Right now, I'm getting angry every day because I look outside my window and someone's throwing trash in the yard. Yes. So every day I'm picking up trash. What is that? We can't even have common decency anymore. Mm. So what are God's sovereign well, How about the young boy who got that uh, speaker in his car? Yes. Yeah, speaker in his car that it booms so loud that it makes the house, the house rock. Now, they got some decimals that really are <laughs> awesome. But well, we know when he gets... <laughs> Uh, season like us, he won't be hearing it. <laughs> Darn <laughs> Not be hearing it. <laughs> but what? So, what are God's po- sovereign purposes for using chronic unrepentant? You say yes, yes. Oh, Ex- one executing divine judgment because we have chronic unrepentant sin. Mm. That's number one. 
Two, warning other individuals and nations that they too could face divine judgment for chronic unrepentant sin. So what we saw in China, hey, America, we should have been paying attention right. to know that we too have the same chronic unrepentant sin. And it's interesting that all those countries like China, England, Italy, Italy, were, were what it was the, the Vatican's yeah. that. You see, all, all throughout... The Christian nations have been taking a big, big hit. hit. Yep. They speak it. Number three, shaking an individual nation so they will wake up from spiritual sleep or rebellion, repent of their sins, and turn in faith to a holy personal relationship with Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. And I'm not talking about hoarding toilet paper or sanitizer <laughs> or wipes because that's not going to save you. You will still be punished. Oh, and one God. of the things, the, the last thing I wanted to discuss was Hebrews 1.11, 1.3, that says, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when we had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. So upholding uh, does not give the impact of what it means in the Greek. We always think that God hands us stuff and then he walks away. But it really, through other translations and amplified uh, versions, talks about the word as sustaining, mm -hmm. indicating an ongoing operation. Sustaining not only gives the impression of support, but also of continual maintenance and providence. So this illustrates the continuous, minute by minute, Year by year, century by century, eon upon eon generation of the enormous, awesome, prodigious amounts of power necessary to keep his creation going. Because we don't have that power. No, That's don't. God power. Boy, you know, throughout the scriptures, the Almighty, the El Shaddai. Yeah. You know, that El Shaddai, he's the all-sufficient one. Yes. The God of the mountains. God Almighty, you know, God is the all-sufficient source of all of our blessings. God is all-powerful. Our problems are not too big for God to handle. And that's why he shows that in his mercy, in his mercy, he will shake individuals and nations in a desire to get our attention mm. to draw us closer to him. Oh, my goodness. In Amos 9.9, the Lord says, I will shake the house of Israel among all nations. Wherever Israel is at throughout the world, he's shaking it in North yes, America. He yes. He's shaking it in Canada. He's shaking it in South America. Yes. He's shaking it in Europe, yes. Africa, uh, China, uh, Australia. He's being, the, the, the world is being shaken right now. Also, he used the prophet Haggai. Oh, I just love that Haggai because he says in Haggai, he says, consider your ways all yeah. the time. He says it twice, consider your ways. But in Haggai 2.7, repeating the Lord God says, I will shake all nations. Yes. He tells you what's going on right now. And it's because he's trying to get our attention Again. to repent, ask for forgiveness, and if you haven't been water baptized, you've got to get water baptized and sin no more. In Hebrews 12, 26, Paul writes, we read, 
and his voice shook the earth then. But now he has promised saying, yet once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. Oh my goodness, he gonna, he's shaking everything up. Not only here on earth, but he's gonna shake up everything in heaven. You know, that's why in the gospel, Jesus, oh Yeshua, he warns all his disciples that pestilence, diseases, will be one of the signs of the last days of human history. A time of shaking the world to wake up and realize that he will return to judge and reign over the earth. Oh, wow. Whoa. Pastors and listeners, once again, (laughs) we need to turn to Matthew 24. I mean, if anything, you need to go back and read the entire chapter from beginning for, for Matthew 24. But three through eight, we need to really drive home a mental note because he says, now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, yes. the disciples came to him privately saying, and this is after they had uh, fed the 5,000, they had all yeah. of these people following him, coming from the town, seeking him mm-hmm. for uh, healing and blessings. He's, but the Disciples were kind of confused. It says, tell us, Lord, when will these things be? And what will be the signs of your coming and of the end of age? Now, they were frightened (laughs) right then. (laughs) And we're talking about 2,000 years later. Here we sit. Mm. And Jesus answered and said to them, take heed Mm. that no one deceives you. Thank you, Lord. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. Mm. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Mm. I think that's happening right now. See that you are not troubled for all these things must come to pass. (laughs) But uh, the one thing, (laughs) but the end is not yet. Thank you, Lord. For nation will rise against nation, Mm. we read that earlier, and kingdom against kingdom, Mm. and there will be famines, pestilence, and earthquakes in various places. So right again, we talk about the sovereignty of God. God exercises in good and bad times and beyond what we term Mm. acts of God that I mentioned earlier. And the time is still not yet. Yes, not yet. God. You know, Luke, the disciple who's noted as being a physician, he says in Luke 21, 10 through 12, then he said to them, nation will rise against nation Mm. and kingdom against kingdom. That seems like what's going on right now. You know, we're throwing shade on China, China throwing shade Mm. on us. You have uh, China and Russia ganging up against the Saudis on this oil situation. You have here eternal conflict in America. I mean, you have the Democrats, you got the Republicans, you got the independents. There's, uh, you got the whites against the blacks, conservative against the liberal. It's like topsy-turvy right now. Everyone. And there will be great earthquakes in various places and famine and pestilence. And there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. Mm. But before all these things, 
They will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues. Oh, God, in prison. Golly. You will be brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. That goes back to drawing the line in the sand. Sometimes you got to stand up for righteousness. Sometimes you're going to have to speak out against what's wrong. You have to speak for the word of God. Even though we will be persecuted, the promise is that we will thrive everlasting to everlasting Mm -hmm. in this. And right now, is this just a temporal body? People are selling out for something that's temporary, a temporary dollar that might crash. And when you ain't got no dollar bill or your bank accounts wiped away in the push of a button, just like some of you got that direct deposit. I ain't got none. Y'all got that direct deposit. You know, just as it came in, they can take it away. Praise God. You know, consider scriptures how the Almighty uses diseases to accomplish his purpose. That's what we're seeing right now with this pandemic. In the book of Numbers 12, 1 through 5, J.C. hit upon it earlier. We read about Marion, the sisters of Moses, how she was inflicted with the disease because Moses married her because she was a Cushite woman. Yes. And as a judgment, because of her hatred and unrepentant sin against God, the scripture tells us the anger of the Lord burned ooh, against the disobedience of many Israelites, including Marion, that Moses had to intercede and pray for their healing because he's about ready to wipe them all out. Yeah. And, you know, God, he keeps saying we, he's dealing in our unrepentant hearts. One of the other stories I think is uh, one of my favorite, and I know it's yours, is Job. Yeah. Job was afflicted with a gruesome <laughs> disease. I mean, yes. no, no, let's go back. He lost all his children. Yes. He lost all his money. He lost his cattle, and all his friends were against him. Even his own wife said that once he got the boils, you need to... <laughs> Curse God and reject him. And Job said no. That's my hero. Yes. Chris scriptures makes it clear that this was an attack by Satan that was allowed by God. Yes. In chapters one and two. So a lot of times God allows these things to see how you're going to deal or handle him. How are you going to show him that you are the true believer? Mm-hmm. Scripture makes it clear this was not a judgment for Job's sins, as in the beginning it says he was blameless, mm-hmm. upright, fearing God, and turning away from evil. Job 1 1, Satan tried to use sores from head to toe on him, along with attacks on his family, to turn him away from God. Yet Jehovah Jireh used these traumas to draw, draw Job closer to himself as well as it should draw us closer to God as well. Mm, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. Oh, thank you, Lord. You know, uh, let's take a commercial break and um, we'll be right back. To 
the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Carter's Corner provides expert athletic consulting to agencies, sports programs, and families. Services include fundraising, community events, football camps, career planning, and vending. Carter's Corner offers quality coaching to athletes and highlights their actions on the field and classrooms to college recruiters. Call Sam Carter, 850-510-6702 or email carterscorner at me.com. Carter's Corner is also a 501c3 nonprofit. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are. But I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour. Yes, yes. This has been exciting. Uh, we pray you're enjoying studying the Bible with us. One of the things I wanted to talk about just a little bit more is when we talked about acts of God. Mm. Amos 4, 6 through 9 and 13, I think, provides some insight into that. And it talks about how God gave us cleanness of teeth in all your cities and lack of bread in all your places, yet you have not returned to me, says the Lord. I also withheld rain from you when there were still three months to harvest. I made it rain on one city. I withheld rain from another city. One part was rained upon and where it did not rain, the part withered. Again, you have not returned uh, to me. And I think over and over, God's using these plagues, using diseases, using all this so he can grab our attention. Are you hearing, audience, radio audience? Do you hear God speaking? I think the COVID-19 has been one of those things where I really have seen fear in people. Yes. Fear because we're hoarding, fear because we're doing things that we normally would not do. But yet, are we repenting before the Lord? When you say about rain, how he would make it rain. Right, right, on one part and not on the other, yes. I thank God I experienced that when I was in Johannesburg, South Africa. And uh, I was in Johannesburg for with the Soweto Investment Trust. And uh, but I stayed and uh, I flew into Johannesburg. But then we went over to Soweto where I spent uh, all my time was really in Soweto. During this was before Nelson got out of prison when I was over there. All right. And during that time, Johannesburg at that time, this is like during mid 80s. It was a uh, maybe late 80s. Uh, it was like a first world city. I mean, it was like lush green. It was beautiful. The landscape. And as soon as we crossed into Soweto, it became desolate. It became dry, barren. It's like, it's as if it rained on this side of the street and not yeah, on this side, side of the street. <clears throat> and it was such a, bring that scripture, you know, you say that scripture just brought that alive and real. 
Well, um, we also will remind you that if you enjoyed this uh, lesson, you can listen to all our shows and previous Stone Builder shows on iTunes, Google Music, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Mm-hmm. And again, we're requesting that part of what we want to do is get this word out throughout the world. And so you can become a Stone Builder supporter with a sacrificial gift of any amount, either on our website, WeLivingStones.org, or Cash App, dollar sign LStones51. And also, we want to give out a shout out to Doug Apple Wave and the Wave 94 family. Yay, Doug! Yeah, for being a <laughs> blessing to not only the Stone Builders, but other ministries and our community. We're going to get back to studying about Pastor and I on this subject, but the last segment, we gave a couple examples of diseases against individuals now, and I talked a few on about uh, nations, but we're going to follow up more with diseases on nations. Okay, yeah, because uh, that's what he said. I'm going to send a plague on the nations. And so let's start with uh, in the book of Numbers uh, 16, uh, 41 through 50, where uh, Elohim, the all-powerful one, uh, he is the, the God of the universe. God knows all, creates all, and everywhere at all times. And so we just want to thank God for just showing us uh, insight into and, and revealing to us uh, this series. Because he allowed a plague to execute judgment against the sinful Israelites while they were in the desert, only to draw them closer to him. Yes. The Lord spoke to Moses saying that this is a number 1641 saying, get away from among this congregation that I may consume them instantly. Mm. They made God so mad. He's getting ready to take everybody out. Moses said to Aaron and Aaron, boy, Aaron lucky to be alive because yes, he is. Aaron was a, a, a Levite and he was supposed to be the priest. And and, it, and not all his doing sons, the things what oh they were doing. God, but God, oh God, is so merciful. Moses said to Aaron, "Make atonement for them in that congregation, for wrath has gone forth from the Lord. The plague has begun." Mm. Then Aaron took it as Moses had spoken, and ran into the midst of the assembly. For behold, the plague had begun among the people. So he put on the incense and made atonement for the people. He took his stand between the dead and the living. So the plague was checked. But those who died by the plague were 14,700 that day. Mm. God was not plain. No, he was He's a man of his word. Yes, he is. He's a spirit of his word. He's a creator of his word. And I think sometimes as we look at the numbers with COVID-19, we are assuming that this is the worst that could happen. But remember, if God removes himself from this earth, yes. as he will someday. He said it. It's going to be a lot worse than this. This is only a, this will be the initial process 
But as we worsen, as we do not become repentant, God can make it worse. But another example of the Almighty bringing a plague is found in Numbers 25, 1 through 9. And I know a lot of these are being read from the Old Testament, but this is just a wake-up call of what Revelation speaks of (laughs) in terms of plagues and wars and rumors of wars. While It reads, while Israel remained at Shittim, the people began to play the harlot with the daughters of Moab. Mm. Mm. For they invited the people to the sacrifices of their gods, and the people ate and bowed down to their gods. So Israel joined themselves to Baal of Peor, and the Lord was, I can think of another word to say they're angry against Israel, (laughs) apparently then setting into motion a plague against the unrepentant sons of Israel. Those who died by the plague were 24,000. And again, we're doing the same thing. We are still holding abortions. We're still killing each other. Um, Both, you know, we talk about our uh, black community uh, where we have crime against uh, the brothers. They're killing themselves. And when you look at a, a city like Chicago, where crime is just outdone. So the deceiver Satan is a master of deception, lust, greed, and he definitely knows how to push our buttons (laughs) when we're at our lowest and highest points with our emotions, financial and relationships. We see that in both our political arena, we see it in our educational arena, we see it in our business arena, And now even more vivid is what's going on in the government. So someone please take the lead. Someone please get it together. But people, this can change if we come back to God and repent of our sins. That's right. Believers, we must pray for our president. We must pray for our governors. Yes. We must pray for our mayors. Yes. We must pray for all forms of our government and the people who execute our policy to have wisdom, knowledge, and a sound mind to make decisions on our behalf. Because believers, it's going to be up to us through that prayer. Just as Moses said, go into the midst of that pandemic. Go into the midst of those diseases and set before between those who are dead and those who are living there and pray so God can hear it. So it will be a sweet aroma. Your prayers will be a sweet aroma to him that he will stop that instant. So even in the midst of trials and tribulations, God's plan for your life is that you have joy and live life to the fullest. Jesus said in John 10.10, the thief comes not but for to steal and to kill Ah, and to destroy. I am come that that you might have life life. and that you might have it more abundantly. If you are feeling overwhelmed, uh, run down and without hope because you lost your job, you can't pay your rent or your mortgage, or you even had an abortion, the Bible, scriptures, can lift your spirit and give you a fresh start. Despair and anxiety have always been an intrinsic part of life. Yes. In times of darkness, believers, 
you must seek scriptures with encouraging words to provide strength, yes. wisdom, and guidance about the love and truth of God Almighty. Oh, Father, mm-mm, Yahweh. Oh, he, he is Jehovah Rahi, yes. the Lord my shepherd. Yes. Despite the misfortunes we may experience, there is always an opportunity to choose love and rise above resentment and fear. Yes. The scriptures were given to us to remind us of such truth and encourage us to believe in the goodness of life and of God the Almighty. And I believe that even from the beginning, uh, God stated in Genesis 6, 17, and behold, I myself am bringing the floodwaters on the earth to destroy from under heaven all flesh in which is the breath of life and everything that is on the earth shall die. Remember, the flood was not a natural occurrence. This was something that God brought on the people. So again, I just ask you to repent. Repent. And please bring us back to God. Keep up what we need to do of the things that we need to do because God is coming with a vengeance. Praise God. So we're going to actually look at visiting our sponsor again, Dr. Elton Mm -hmm. Powell at Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Visit his website, dynamicspineandwellness.com. You can call him at 850-402-9061. And just remember, tell him the Stone Builders referred you over. Praise God. You know what? I think we want to do part three. I'm not finished yet. Oh, yeah. I got my blood pressure up. Praise (laughs) God. Hey, until next week, we're out. We'll see ya.